0: Hey, it's white boy Chris. If the pat-down's ever made you laugh, then join our Patreon and support us. Get bonus content, a t-shirt, or an autographed copy of Rabbit, Miss Pat's autobiography. Visit misspatcomedy.com for the link to the Patreon, and while you're there, join our Facebook group.
1: Welcome to another episode of the Pat Down, I'm here with Chris Dion, and my co-stars, Theodore Barnes and Vince Swans. I swear if your name wasn't up there, I wouldn't remember the shit. And we're talking about what it is to work with Miss Pat, non-acting ass versus acting asses.
2: And <laughs>
1: I think that's all.
0: Yeah, that's good. <laughs>
2: Better get up, get out, and yeah. tune in to this podcast. Yeah. It's Pat spit the truth, spit the real fact. Yeah. Nothing but the ugly, classy at the same time. Same time. Pat got the flavor, these are not the uh, same lines. It's line. the politics, she been on the real grind. Real grind. It could be pretty, but ugly yeah. at the same time. same time. Just tune in, put your lock on the spin down. down. Ain't no need for the wait, and turn it up now. On what down. you talking about? It's yeah. real though, real. and cut the game. You getting no play like Nintendo. Way to time, turn it up, nothing but the ugly Straight off the top, everything she say, you know it's funny Full plans, this a taste of the future Listen on your iPhone, on your desktop computer Share it, tweet it, ain't no way to beat it Nothing but the ugly, turn it up and gon' repeat it
1: so we're here with the two uh, the sons from the show, Vince and Jumba. We're we gonna erase
0: all that shit you I just heard <laughs> <laughs> the best the money The best stories. And
1: we're gonna get the money back before we release this shit. So this one has to make it a deal by the week, we just gotta get her motherfucking money back. So we're here from the for, with the guys from uh, the, the boys from the Miss Pat show. Vince Swan and Theodore Bones, Jumba and Brandon.
0: How are you, are you guys? Welcome.
1: That's Dion and that's Chris, my co-host of the Pat Down.
0: Nice to Let's meet you. Me. We're, we're her other sons, her other fake sons. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all on the other side?
1: Yeah. Uh, what?
3: I say they're on the other side.
1: Oh no, they're not on the other side. They're lying. The motherfuckers old as me. Okay. <laughs> the white boy got a half a foot. You know, I ain't got no fucking son, with no half a foot. I don't <laughs> have
0: diabetes oh. yet. Fuck off.
1: <laughs> well, you show is a good representation for diabetes. White diabetes. <laughs> Look at the pie column of Kelly. Nigga, you had diabetes for a while. <laughs> yeah, but but my weight loss surgery got rid of it. <laughs> So look like he need weight loss surgery. You need to pick up what he lose, bitch. But anyway. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Does she I'm treat the two
0: of you like this? On set, was she giving you two the shit like this? Or is it just me and Dion? Yes. No. Not. I just... Yeah, I don't know. I
3: think that's just y'all. She, she love us. <laughs> <laughs> well, well Juba
1: would never talk. Don't to believe you. that
3: Theodore. <laughs> don't believe that. Just wait. <laughs>
2: <To> <laughs> no, her, she you. steal for a living.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I used to steal for a living. <laughs> well, Theodore never talked to us, so I didn't have a chance to cuss him out. But Brendan was always open and, you know, running around. He didn't give a fuck. Theodore was like, ah. Oh. I'm on set with black people. These niggas crazy. They're playing rap music. I've never been around this many niggas before. Because, <laughs> you know, he comes from Disney and Nickelodeon and Netflix. So, he's <laughs> like, they're playing rap music. Yeah, I was sure. on the set this week. I was on a set this week and I, I didn't know how much I missed you, motherfucker. It was so boring. Oh, I was like, I said, can we turn on some music? I wanted to bust out singing. What the fuck happened to on?
0: I'm here. Hold on. His, his oh, faintism kicked in.
1: Oh, I wanted to bust out singing, but I was scared that I was going to get fired. <laughs> 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 it was so boring. And they was like, Miss Pat, you're welcome to ab And I said, that ain't what you want from me. That ain't what you want from me. So I kept my mouth shut. It was so fucking boring.
0: So Theodore, who played Junebug, mm-hmm. what, what was the difference between this set and other sets you've worked on?
3: Well, like that exactly what Miss Pat said is you know we, I'm coming from Nickelodeon, Disney, Netflix, um you know we we get in we do what we got to do we get out you know when I came over to the to the A you know with with the the land you know we we had the niggas <laughs> just say the niggas <laughs> Yeah, you know we, we doing a whole D- Disney bunch of stuff. Disney trained that out of them <laughs> so it, so it just, you know it was a change of pace so I had to get a you know get adjusted and the. You know, get my mind right. You know, but you know, I was I was talking by at least the second or third episode.
1: No, the sixth episode.
3: <laughs> second, third, six, same thing. He wasn't talking
2: <laughs> until you called him boring.
3: Oh yeah, yeah. That's,
2: That's what it was. Talking.
3: That's what it was, Vince. Because that kind of hurt me. I was like, I ain't boring. <laughs> I ain't never been boring. <laughs> He was bored as fucking. I was like, why don't you talk to us?
1: We, well, I, said, I said, we some real nigga. He said, I am not a nigga. I was like, oh, you too light for me. <laughs> and then next thing I know, he just started to fucking talk. And I was like, oh, he do have a personality because he was so professional. And I was like, dude, okay, you have to be professional. I know this is somebody else's money, but you're gonna have to loosen the fuck up. Okay. His mama was more crunk than him. His mama looked like she would whoop a whooping nigga ass. <laughs> His mama was about it, about it every day. Said, every, what you need me, Pat? She like, she choked niggas for a living. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> he all reserved. And he's I was like, what is wrong with this kid? And my was like, he's professional. <laughs>
0: She's not used to that. <laughs> Theodore, was it, were you nervous? Were you shy? What? Why didn't you talk? You just weren't used to it or what?
3: No, I, I simply, I just, you know, I have this thing, you know, when I, I come on to sets and it just it all boils down to just starting out professional and, you know, coming in, being about business, coming in getting stuff done and letting people see that side first. Like, okay, this, you know, cause I am still a, a kid, you know, at the time I was 18. Um, so, you know, it's a lot of stuff that, you know, I want to show before I'm, you know, we, we, we showcase the acting skills. There's a lot of kids my age that are, Great actors, but don't nobody want to work with them because their attitude is is really bottom of the barrel. So I just got a thing where I come in and I I, I lay that professional role down, and as time progresses, you know I, I open up, I get more you know into it, and that's just how I've, I've always been these last nine years. So it's just not something that I, I'm not gonna change, you know. But, so how long you know, have I'm you hard. been
0: act? How long have you been acting? How old are you if you've been in nine years? I'm
3: 19, and at the end of this year, it'll be
0: year number 10. Wow. Yeah.
1: You was 17 when you got the role, because you was still in high school. Wasn't you 17?
3: I, I actually was. I might have. Yeah, I just turned 17. I had just turned 17. So 2019, yeah, I just turned 17, which is crazy.
1: Because yeah. I remember when the next year you was graduating. Because your mama, you had to have a You was the only one that had to have a uh, well, you was a of the kids, but you had to have a. You was going to school, because mm-hmm. I was like, "What the hell is Juma at?" And they was like, "In school." I'm like, "Well, how old is he?" And they was like, "Uh, he's a senior." I said, "Oh shit!"
2: <laughs>
1: and you that sounds like
2: you not knowing how old your kids are. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, that wasn't a real kid. I, thought, I didn't know why the fuck he would disappear. It was my first show. I didn't know I'm gonna go to school on set. Nigga. Well, I didn't go to no school when I was a drug dealer. Nobody said break for break for a test. <laughs> that's real. That's real. <laughs>
3: Can you
2: imagine Miss Pratt stop selling drugs and go take the the, the graduation exam. <laughs> yeah,
0: she, uh, SATs. <laughs> yeah.
1: You, I don't know if I would told y'all get this story. Uh, uh. Okay, Vince says Wi-Fi is all uh, messing up. Okay, that's fine. Um, um, I don't know if I would tell y'all this, but when I... When I cause I dropped out of school in eighth grade. So whenever I would meet somebody and they told me a word that I didn't know, I would ask them the meaning of the word. And one of the first words I learned on the streets was um entrepreneur from a guy who was trying to holler at me. So he said, I'm an entrepreneur. I said, what the fuck is that? And he was like a person on their own business so he gave me a card and the word entrepreneur was on the card. So whenever <laughs> I learned something <laughs> whatever <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> so I went back and I sat down in the trap and I broke it an entrepreneur and I was like, come here Ashley. Mama got a big word she want to learn, teach you. And that was Ashley's first big word in like kindergarten was entrepreneur. And we sat out there that whole day until I taught her how to spell entrepreneur. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I still can't spell entrepreneur.
1: Oh, <laughs> uh, I can't either anymore. I think E N T R E P R E N E U R. I don't know.
0: uh, One of those French words like bureaucracy. I don't know. We'll just go administrative state. I don't know what this means. Business. (laughs) That was
1: one of the first big words I taught Ashley because whenever I learned something, I would always go and teach it to Ashley.
0: So she can teach it to you later? (laughs) (laughs) No motherfucker
1: says she would know.
0: Did you ever go out with
1: the dude? Nah, he was fat. And at the time, I wasn't into fat dudes. And he was like, I was like, I had Ashley and I kids, so I had to be like 16. And I looked grown, and he looked like somebody daddy. And I was already fucking somebody daddy, so that wasn't interesting to me. <laughs> it's crazy. So come on, Chris. Ask June uh, Book some words until. Uh, All
0: right, so you get the role. You meet Miss Pat for the first time. What did you really think of her? You won't hurt her feelings. Tell us exactly what you really thought.
3: <laughs> Fuck you, Chris. it's it's funny because every um podcast that i've done before this or interview they all ask that question i tell them the exact same thing i knew about miss Pat. i feel like i was one of the few black people that had watched miss pat before you know anybody really knew like people know who miss pat is but like when i tell black people before they should be like never heard of miss pat and i tell them go watch this this little seven-minute bit on Comedy Central. You're going you gonna to love her after that. But uh, yeah, I, a couple months before I got the audition was when I first saw Miss Pat on YouTube because I watched a lot of comedy bits. Uh, and um, so when I got the audition, I was like, oh, shoot. I'm like, oh, okay. And when I got to, what was it, L.A., um, the first audition, because usually the first audition, you don't really read with who's actually in the scene with you. Um, So I got the, I had the pleasure of doing that off the rip. And so that really made me like, you know, I came in and Miss Pat looking at me and she's like, you look like my Junebug. So, you know, that already, (laughs) and already boosted my head. And uh, Uh, I I,
0: I would say you look like Junebug, but I'm out. I'm three strikes already. So I can't, (laughs) (laughs) before 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 the recording i was like hey congratulations on that sprite commercial he's like no that was another black guy i'm sorry yeah Yeah, because he didn't miss so that was my first introduction to to theodore do you like theo or theodore by the way it don't matter theo theodore teddy so i think the thing like with disney kids and what disney show were you on before I did, um, I didn't do it. Um, and then
3: for Nickelodeon, I did Nicky, Ricky, Dicky, and Don. And then I did, I have my own show called Legendary Dudas. Um, yeah, those are my, my two.
0: So the rap is kind of like, I mean, we all remember Britney Spears and some of those transitions, right? Like, that. the big thing with her was that she went far the other way. Like, did you have any like, head trash or any reservation about doing a show? Like, knowing Miss Pat, you probably knew what the show was going to be like. Was there any kind of thoughts around that for you?
3: Not really. Not really. Because it's like... At some point, you know, a, a, a job is a job. Um, <laughs> You're
2: gonna and, say that check could change everything, won't it?
3: <laughs> yeah. I mean, not not in like a way it's like, you know, money is money. But as a kid actor, you know, you have to be able to make that jump. And a lot of people can't make that jump into the adult world or, you know, and um, this really is a perfect opportunity. You know, sitcom, it's comedy. It's my sweet spot. The only thing we doing is, you know, we cussing a little bit more. We 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 being real, real life situations. I was like, what? Come on,
0: let's go. Not many abortion jokes on the Disney channel. <laughs> 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 so yeah, so Pat, what was your like when you first met Theo, what was your, what what did you think?
1: Well, me and Theo has the same agent. Okay. And um uh I went to Kyle and I was like, we are having a hard time finding this Junebug kid. Do you have anybody? And he's like, well, let me check with my client and uh, let me check with my uh, coworkers. And um, he came back and he had his picture and he was like, uh, she walked in and said, you know, this is your Junebug. And I said, well, send him over for an audition. And when he walked in, the first thing I thought, I was like, God damn. You Because I saw other kids and kids are in Hollywood. Once they get money, there was one little kid that was such a great actor, but he looked rich. And he knows what I'm talking about. I'm not gonna say his name, but he had the attitude. He's, he's a little too. He was the type of kid I probably would have smashed upside the head with a hammer too. But he looked rich to me. Like he came in, he had cologne on, he was polo down, he was fucking. His eyebrows looked like they were orange. I know this kid get fucking five hundred dollar face. And I was he like, said, he
2: look, he look. hold on, hold on, you can't just gloss over that. You said he looked like that. the type of kid <laughs> I was smacking the head with a hammer. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even hear that. You're not supposed to smack any kids in the head with a fucking
1: hammer. (laughs) Well, let me say there's a rubber hammer, not a real hammer. Yeah. (laughs) I don't want to harm anybody. But this kid just looked rich to me. And this kid came in before Joomla came in, before Theodore came in. And that's when I went to my age. I said, All these kids fucking look like they're rich. What the fuck is wrong with these kids? You don't come to a, a middle class show with a fucking polo shirt on looking like you fucking rich with motherfucking cologne that I recognize that I know cost money. Your fucking t- teeth look like they had been done on a fucking 12 year old. So when I went to college. So mad about, about his
0: wealth, <laughs> <laughs> his <laughs> self care. You
1: know, but, you know, me and Jordan wanted to look real. You don't take a kid. You ever seen a show where you take a kid and you're like, they don't belong there? Yeah. It's like almost saying that you got you playing these roles and these folks supposed to be poor and shit and they got perfect teeth. Well, you shouldn't have cast them or you should have fuck their teeth up or something. So he comes in and I was like, oh, my God, I see. He looked like my June bar. So when he walked in, I was like, please let this nigga be a day. Because I didn't Google anybody. I didn't look at your resume. I just want to take you for natural who you was. So I was like, please let him be able to act. Just let him be able to act, Lord. Please, please. And he walked in and I said, You look like my real Jumbo." And he and he and I, you know, I was reading with the person. That's what he's saying about you don't always get a chance to read with the star. So I was mm. sitting there read with everybody. And you needed to practice. <laughs> I did <laughs> practice. <laughs> he walked out and I said, that's my fucking Joomba. And it was like, no, no, no. I said, that's my, and then they still had the rich looking kid on the floor next to him. I said, what the fuck are we gonna do with this kid? And then at that time, I think that was a second, or audi- the audition twice before we went over to Fox lot.
3: Uh-huh.
1: Cause we had to bring you back for Debbie Allen. So yeah. I'm telling Debbie Allen, this is the fucking Joomba. This is the Joomba. And it was like, well, this one here got I said, I don't give a fuck what he got. He look like he rich. And so I just knew from that, I just knew when he walked in, that That was my June bug. what I didn't know is Vince Swan was Brandon because I hated it
0: well <laughs> i i wanted, I wanted to ask because you made like you know June bug and June bug are very similar. All the kids are exactly the same, you know, so Brandon, to prepare for the role of Nikea, like did you stop reading? Did you just start wondering through? Like, what did you do to really get inside the the mind of Xbox
2: all day? <laughs> to
0: get inside the mind of Nikea to play him? What was your method?
2: Yeah, I stopped reading. I uh, played a lot. Of, <laughs> played a lot of video games. Uh, Ask a lot, was, a lot of dumb questions. Yeah, a lot of dumb questions. Staring at the ceiling. <laughs> um, <laughs> nah. Um. Honestly, like, what's funny is uh, Nikea. That was me at like 16. Like I wasn't the brightest kid at 16. And um the type of love that uh, that Brandon has for uh, Miss Pat, that's a, that's me and my mother's relationship. So it was really easy to kind of tap into that to that role. Like, get your dumb ass off me, but I still love you type of role. So like it was it was pretty it was it was fun to play because it was like reliving my childhood.
0: Yeah, Miss Pat has said before that when when she goes, Nike will be the only one of her kids on the casket. Go, no, Mama. <laughs> <laughs>
1: and when he when he auditioned, I was like, uh, and he left. I was like, I don't like him. And they was like, why? I said he act like my son for real. And Joe was like, bitch, this is TV. <laughs> 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 yeah, you like the real Nike. And I think how many times did you audition, uh,
2: Vince? I auditioned, I did the, let me see. I did, a, I did a regular audition that I did audition with you. I think I went straight to the director session because I did one with you, Debbie, you and Debbie. And then I did the... Um, then you the went chemistry. to a Yeah, the then we, then we went yeah to five so
1: Debbie years. was there. And then De- when he walked out, Debbie said, there's your Brandon right there. And I was like, you think so? He kind of stupid. And then Joy was like, ain't your <laughs> son stupid? Because <laughs> the reality was... You I you know I've never acted before so I didn't know really know how to disconnect the real kids from the TV kids. These motherfuckers showing up reminding me of the real people in my life. Yeah. And I was like, he's stupid just like then uh Deb was like, that's him. He's nice looking. He did see that. And cuz you know, I think we kind of had somebody else in mind, but we wasn't for sure and then he popped up and then the De- De- was like, that's your fucking June book right there. That,
0: that is one June of the disconnects book. is that I
1: mean that June bug uh, of uh, uh, Brandy
0: Nakia, yeah. that's
1: your Nakia.
0: Yeah, Vince. Vince is very handsome. He doesn't look like you without a wig. So that was a, a mental block for me. <laughs> Yo,
1: <laughs> you think I'm just gonna let you throw these shots at me, white knight? <laughs> <laughs> it's called
0: payback. <laughs> it's called payback. <laughs> no, you did it. You, you did a great job. Like, so what? What's your background in acting? Like, how long have you been doing? What else have you been in?
2: I started acting at eight. I got in it late. So I started acting at 17 because I was playing sports before then. I was I was destined to go to the NBA, but then, you know, I ain't tall. So <laughs> once my height stopped, I stopped. So um, I started acting at 17 and I went to North Carolina a for theater. And then I got into this program, the same program with Boseman got into the British mm-hmm. American Drama Academy at uh, Oxford University. And then after that, when I was there, I was doing a lot of like jokes and stuff. And they told me that I should try to do like Second City and stand up and stuff. So I, when I came back to the States, I left school because everything I kind of pretty much learned over there. I was like when I came back to I think I went to UNC Charlotte at the time. They were teaching me everything that I had already learned overseas. So I was like, I'm just going to go and try to figure it out because I had two other brothers that needed to go to school. And I didn't want my parents wasting money on me, you know going to school and then probably working at Cheesecake Factory, graduating. I didn't want that to happen. So I was like, let me try to figure this out. So I did stand up for about a year and a half. And then I just started doing videos online. And long story short, some of my videos online got into the hands of people at BET. And that's kind of how I got into the door of uh, acting and stuff. So I've just been kind of like betting on myself and creating and, you know, coming up with, you know, videos and stuff and sending it, just sending it to people, just betting on myself. And I gave myself two years. I said, for two years, if I don't make it, then I'm going to go back to school. And that's when BET called. Like, I I was on my way to go to Howard, and then BET called, and they said they wanted to do a show with me and stuff. And then I was like, all right, well, I guess I'll just keep doing this.
0: Have you seen his stand-up, Miss Pat? No okay you don't. don't let her you see don't. it don't you do <laughs> i've never I've, there's like five stand-ups i've ever heard her like it's really funny <laughs> yeah.
1: did you see a stand-up
0: i haven't seen it no no one's yeah. seen my stand-up <laughs> so it's like you know clips you on youtube we can go look nah
2: I, I i gotta go on the boat and find a man i i did stand up like years ago i i did it i did it for like a year i started at 18 i stopped at 19 i was like I just, I'm, telling, I'm telling you now, Vince, them crack babies going to want to see it. So you you better Get lock it right up em. if you don't want nobody to see it. So, they will find that shit. So <laughs> no, you don't. were
0: doing like like YouTube videos, like kind of viral video type stuff. And that's how you got found by v That
2: That's what's crazy. None of my videos ever went viral. It was my production value that mm. really caught the eyes of like Stephen Hill and Robbie Reed. And just like my concepts, like my concepts were so high end. That's what caught the caught the attention my videos never went viral i've never had a viral video so like the simple fact that i'm even here i'm like oh, okay just by the grace of god because none of my videos are viral at all
1: so the only acting training you had was when you was overseas
2: yeah overseas and then i just finished a program uh called identity identity school of acting that's um john boyega it's another british america it's another british uh acting school john boyega agent started it and um a lot of people from uh Black Panther went to that school. Um, it was, uh, the guy from Snowfall, Desmond Adrice, goes to that school, too. So I just finished that program last year. So it was BADA, IDSA, and, yeah, just life experience.
1: Let me ask y'all something. Did y'all ever feel, walk away and feel like you had the road? Cause it's hard auditioning. Like I, before we put this show on, before we even got to the point of auditioning, they wanted me to audition a lot. I never got a role, but they wanted me to just get into you know the rhythm of putting myself on self self uh, tape, which okay. I think is the dumbest shit in the world. It was really hard <laughs> for me because I'm not an actor, and we tried many times. <laughs> we probably had 300 takes of the same. <laughs> <laughs> But it was more, I, they knew I wasn't going to hit the role, but they just wanted me to have the experience of self-taping, which mm. I was like, this is dumb as fuck. I don't know if I'm doing good or bad because nobody's here. <laughs> Dion can't act. The other motherfucker holding the camera it was Gariana cussing me out all the time. <laughs> so we we didn't know what the fuck we were doing. Miss Pat was, was like, just fucking me. reading. That's all she was doing. i
2: was reading, reading I'm like, you're not acting at all.
3: <laughs> <laughs> no feeling, no nothing.
2: I was like, you got to be the character. You just miss Pat reading as the character.
1: Well see, I didn't know that I didn't I always thought acting was fake. I thought to be it an is actor, but no but I thought to be an actor you had to be a uh, big ass light. That's the only way you're gonna pull that kind of bullshit off. Because you know liars can pull off because liars are actors. Oh I'm an interior designer and I'm here and you take a bitch money you <laughs> 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 so you know I never really thought like you know, I never had respect for actors. I was like, oh, anybody can do that bullshit they really wanted to tell a good lie. Then when I get this show and, like, to get connected to you guys and, like, uh, the feelings and, you know, the emotions, like that, that finale we did, I was like, this shit kind of hurt. I kind of feel this shit. I do want to slap Junebug in the mouth for being so motherfucking smart ass, and, and Brendan really is stupid. And, and that, <laughs> I, I, I started really feeling like, oh, this is my fucking family. But I didn't know all of that was involved with acting. I thought you just get up there with a self-tape, put a camera in your face, and die, 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 die. They ain't gonna pick me. And I didn't give a fuck. So well, did y'all good get through the
0: head
2: to go into auditions? Not Well, I,
1: well I never honestly, I never I never did a live audition like you guys did. I never did. She that.
2: never, she never acted. That's right. that's what she's telling you. She never, even in her self-tape, she wasn't acting. It wasn't until she got on the set with you guys and started working with you guys that she actually understood the concept of what acting really was. Yeah. But I told but I told you on set though, Miss Pat, like acting honestly is just honest. It's just tapping in honestly. Because you every line that you have said in the show, you said it honestly. Like half the time when you say shit, I'm like, damn, she really mad. Like because like you say it honestly. Like, and that's the thing. Like most people, like a lot of times, like you can get caught up being in acting school too you can get caught up in trying to evoke an emotion and it comes across fake. Cause it's like, as long as it comes across believable and honest, you're going, you're going to convince everybody. And any anytime when you have done your line, even in your uh, dramatic roles and serious roles in the show, it comes across honest and it's believable. So like a lot of, a lot of acting is just being honest. It's just finding, it's just tapping into that. Cause when you're dealing with like contracts and shit going wrong on set and stuff, you ain't trying to think about how you feel in the scene. But, like, but, like, uh oh. Uh oh.
0: He froze again. Hold
1: on. You're to back up. you froze. frozen. Family look cross eyed, don't <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Let's take a break while we get Vince back.
1: <laughs> so, we're back on the break and we're, we're picking up with Vince. want? Uh, did you ever leave the audition feeling like you had the job? Well, Theodore, I'm forever calling you fucking June Bob. Um,
3: uh, not really. Only because. I've gone into auditions and they've just gone really great and you leave and the rest of your day is awesome and you still don't get the job. And there's been times where I feel like I just didn't perform the best at all. And I still get that call back or, you know, so you know, you really don't, you really don't know what to expect, but like when you said, you know, really just going in and not, not saying not caring, but, it's either, you know, if they like me, they like me. If they don't, they don't. I'm moving on. Once you really tap into that, it don't it don't matter. But I, I really agree with you on the on the self tapes. Cause you know, with this COVID, that's all that's all we've been doing is self tape auditions. And honestly, I can't wait to go back in person because when you're in person, you have to, you know, this is it. You know, you got your one shot, you perform or you don't.
0: That's yeah, that was the first time that Miss Pat and I ever had like a real conversation when she brought up the idea of the podcast. I helped her do a self tape back in late twenty eighteen, and so I was real nervous about the show. <laughs> uh, but that was one thing that you see through the like the episode like she really grows as an actress. You know, oh, yeah. like what what like. When you over the like talk about Miss Pat's acting over the course of like the series, because I think as a viewer, you could kind of see she grew. But as an actor, did you feel that, too?
3: I think I think Miss Pat didn't know she was she was an actor from from the jump. Yeah, Um, it just just honestly just needed to to come out. And I feel like it really did. It took, you know, all of us, you know, JB, Tammy, Rihanna, Vince, me, Jordan. Um, it just you know took being around all of us to, to kind of bring that out because at the end of the day, acting is you know what we're doing right now is acting, we, we have a regular conversation. Um, and somebody could put this on the TV show, and boom, we're all actors. Um, but Miss Pat, like I like Vince was saying, that genuine, you know, that genuine, uh, uh, not approach, um, delivery is is you know all it is. You know, simple saying, hey, how you doing? And not, hey, how you doing? Like you're not coming up to somebody and doing that at nine in the morning. That that's that's dead. But when
0: but when you're acting, do you have to exaggerate a little bit? Like if, if like in radio, for instance, if I were talking like my normal voice, this is kind of how I normally talk. But like when you're doing a podcast you have to kind of have, you know, or radio, you have to have a little more energy, a little more added to it. Like, what's the difference between you know, Theo in real life and Theo the actor, if you were doing the same scene?
3: Theo in real life and Theo the actor, I, I wouldn't say there's much um, difference. I'd say my, you know, my intentions, maybe my my looks, my facial expressions will be different. Um, I You know, I, I wouldn't say there's much difference because I'm never trying to act. You know, it's words on a page and. What does my character want? What's keeping me from getting it? And that's you know, that's what i Do you
1: I ever feel like like I've read stuff and I was like, this ain't for me. You know, mm-hmm. I can't get into this.
3: Oh yeah. Like I, like I mean all the time. And it really is up to you. Like if you wanna you wanna take that venture and 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 try to tap into that character, yeah, you know. But there there'll be times where you know I get breakdowns and it is set say like a you know jock or it's it say something like you know popular kid or arrogant and it's like uh it's not really me but you know i'm a, I'm a do it for the sake of audition you know i'm not walking around just conceited and all that stuff and when you see them type of lines it is it is a little bit of like huh but you know it's a part of acting if you want to go down that road i know when stuff is for me you know i know when i could you know finagle certain stuff so